0: Hey, friends, Coach Shelby, along with Coach Christine. We're excited to have you join us for Time for Brunch Quick Fights Edition, where you can grab your miles beside a smiles, take them on the run midday, in the afternoon, or even a late night snack attack. Let's have some fun, get you moving and grooving, lace up those shoes, put a smile on your face, and log some miles. Going to go into our first block of our conversational pace in 3, 2, and one, Coach Christine, I love getting my miles with a side of smiles with you. How are you doing, my dear? I am doing good. I am. I'm
1: excited. It's a beautiful day. I feel a little extra pep in my step, a little extra joy in my heart. So hopefully, you guys do as well as you're rocking and rolling right through here. A nice, quick and easy, or you can make this a little spicier if you're so inclined, as long as you're properly warmed up. We don't mind. We're not going to hold you back if you got a little extra pep there, but I think I'm ready. What are, you, what are you thinking, Coach? Like, how are you feeling today?
0: I'm feeling good. I've been really gravitating towards the quick bites because coming off of a busy, busy couple of weeks with the holidays and everything, it's, uh, it's hard to find some time. I'm trying to be thankful for the time that I can find and that's where the quick bites have been kind of a lifesaver. It's a a set period of time I don't have to think about it, but yet I'm still moving and trying my best. <laughs> I
1: love to hear you talk th- talk about that because I've been speaking to a couple different athletes and the thing that comes to mind is really again is that I'd rather have someone be consistent with just a few workouts or 80% of their workouts or 80% of their endeavors of the week versus trying to do all of them, getting overwhelmed and not doing any of them. So I think that there's a lot of that that comes to mind. It's like, don't overwhelm yourself out of the gate, make it happen, figure out how to get out there and schedule it in. I know that I definitely have to move things around quite a bit and it just, it happens, but you can't beat yourself up about it. So one of the wonderful ways to, I think, express that is to also be, express a little bit of gratitude for yourself for that time, whatever the case may be, which so happens to fall in line with International Thank You Day. Ta-da! I feel like there's, a little there sparkles? whenever I did that
0: <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like I feel like confetti should be shooting out or we'll do uh, sparkles for you confetti for me how about that
1: yeah okay perfect let's do it okay so <laughs> when you think of like being grateful for your time or being grateful for maybe f- figuring out how to make time what comes to mind for you coach
0: I've really had to re-envision what it looks like for me because right now 10 minutes can be just what I have. And I know we did this in our previous group about the 10 minutes, 10 exercises, and we outlined that for everybody. And I've been using it a lot when I don't have my running days on the schedule. And like you said, moving around of when I can fit things in. Maybe that means a run day turns into a strength training day and vice versa. But I've been focusing, we talked about it in our our last episode about being uh, mindful of the new year and trying to leave things behind in the new year. And I'm trying to bring my thankfulness into a smaller scale, meaning being thankful for those 10 minutes versus salty that I only have 10 minutes and really reframing that and just saying thank you that I have any time because let's be honest, raise your hand loud and proud if time never, never seems to be enough.
1: Yeah, I. it's one of those things where it's like the great common denominator for all of us, right? We all only have those 24 hours and they never seem to be enough. And it's trying to figure out like how to shift things around and still find ways to be joyful in the moment of it all. So I think with celebrating International Thank You Day, what comes to mind for me is very close to Brittany with our previous episode that we had the opportunity to interview a funny runner and how she would find pennies. And we asked our audience and our our brunch crew to let us know kind of what their version of their pennies were, finding the pennies and the joy. We'll reference that in episode notes if you missed that episode, friends. It was such a great way to get inspired for those miles. And for me, it's finding those little things of thank you thankfulness and gratitude throughout the run. So I'm wondering if maybe this is a good year for me to start a gratitude jar, but make it specifically things that I'm grateful for on the run, for the run, or that I encounter, you know, when I'm getting out there and getting that fitness time and kind of have it as an opportunity to review it towards the end of the year.
0: Ooh, tell me more about this jar. Do you just put a whole bunch of thankful things in there and pull one out I'm or
1: just a really pretty decorative jar. So you'll have to see if I, if I follow through with this cause it'll be right behind me <laughs> at our next conversation and just having a little piece of pretty paper and sitting down after a run, you know that I am a really big fan of kind of processing information as to how did the run go? How did I feel? So maybe just finding the one thing that was that I'm really grateful for on that run. Um, for example, I am really grateful for the orange juice that i had waiting for me after my last run i was just super parched it was hot and humid and i was so excited when i got home to have like this really just delicious glass of orange juice for myself it kind of perked me up a little bit was exactly what i needed so I know it sounds kind of trite, and it sounds like I'm uh, maybe even grasping at straws, but I think that when we break it down into those really small segments of what we're excited about, of what we are grateful for, it does make it different for when you go out for that next run.
0: I think it it actually makes a lot of sense because we've talked before on definitely more than one occasion. I mean, we can't even tag all the episodes because I think we mention it in every single one, but like you said, being grateful, like even the gratitude list of Picking little things because it's just like running. A lot of us picked one mailbox to run to and then the next one and then the next one and taking those micro steps. Gratefulness and gratitude and on International Thank You Day, that's where we can start. And you said it, I don't even know if you realize this, but you actually touched on what I've been trying to do is rephrasing how I talk about things, how I'm grateful for and even if you might not believe it wholeheartedly, like I'm grateful for that orange juice might seem really silly, but taking that wording and making it a little bit more deep, more powerful, why can't you be gra- grateful for a glass of orange juice? I'm grateful that I was able to go out for a run yesterday. I'm grateful that my legs carried me through that run. And yeah, sure, I can list all the things that I'm not grateful for, but that's really counterproductive when you're trying to cultivate a brighter a brighter outlook on things.
1: Absolutely. And I it, it, you nailed it as to why I think the International Thank You Day for me, and it's not necessarily Gratitude Day. It is about expressing it externally. And we'll get into that a little bit, but I don't feel like you can really, this goes back to every facet of what we believe as run coaches, you can't really do for others until you're able to do for yourself. So until you're able to generate that self-gratitude a little bit inside, um, it's harder to see the things you're grateful for for others in your life. So we'll talk about that more in the next segment because we are going to roll into our first pace change. So friends, if you're feeling a little spicy, maybe you even had dreams of your next speed workout. You're feeling a little extra pep in your step. You can push into a little bit, be a bit more conservative still here, or you're welcome to pull it back into a nice, relaxing walk. Maybe you saw something you want to stop and smell the flowers or take a great little grateful moment that you want to note. Let's do it in three, Two and one. Two minutes on the clock here. I'm actually, coach, it's pretty ironic. You could probably hear it. I actually dreamt about my next speed workout. So I really literally leapt out of bed this morning, like excited to go tackle something that I'm actually pretty scared of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it excites you. Yes. The fact that you are scared of it, but it excites you is a really telling sign to to, to just look at your, uh, your training as a whole, as my... I fix my glasses. I said my professional coaching opinion to me, if an athlete said that to me as their coach, I would say that that means that you're prepared. You're scared, but you're excited. You're craving that challenge, which is a really fun thing to have during a training cycle.
1: It is actually, I, I do really agree. And I think that is a good barometer as to, um, thinking along the lines of wherever you're at in your training. And let's be honest, you're always going to hit those sluggish days, sluggish runs or sluggish weeks, but also thinking of where you're at in the training and finding, does it make you excited? And if if the answer continues to be no, like time after time after time, then it is time for you to check in and maybe assess what you can do to change that up a little bit. And it could be either way. It could be maybe you're not feeling challenged enough or you're feeling a little too overwhelmed with the challenge so friends keep moving and grooving here or use this time to do a little bit of shaking out your hands a little shoulder shake out here So we do about 30 more seconds before we go back into our nice easy groove into what I'm calling our conversation pace but if you want to make it a nice strong walk you're welcome to do that as well
0: I like either one of those options you are talking my love language coach
1: it is amazing right how like good well how good conversation pace can feel after a little bit of like a pace change, either from that walk or back from like pulling back if you did decide to up tempo a little bit. So let's get back into that groove in three, two, and one.
0: As I literally spill my entire water. So that's how excited I am about that pace change people. Literally, I I could not be schwitzing any more.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: But I'm grateful it didn't go on my computer. See, turning a pause or negative into a positive.
1: Did it go into any of your like notebooks?
0: Oh yeah, everywhere. everywhere. I mean, this is me keeping it real here. It does not matter that we're recording. Stuff happens. Right. Whether that pace change felt good or not, it's there, it happened, and you have the only option, but just to roll with it. And again, I'm just grateful that it didn't, it didn't fry anything. <laughs>
1: Well, fingers crossed. Well, friends here, as you're moving into this next eight minute block, I am going to talk about how International Thank You Day came to be and also maybe some ways that you can incorporate it with some external thank yous. Um, so International Thank You Day is celebrated yearly on January 11th. And I like that because, you know, I'm a little little bit of a hippie, a little into numerology. I like that 111. 11 um, It's all about new beginnings in the numerology world. And it's a day that serves as a reminder that we ought to express our gratitude to those who have made our lives better in some way. And I think it's a great time of year to reflect on all of those options, especially after coming off the crazy holidays. So taking a moment to maybe not adding too much to your to-do list, friends, but this could be a great opportunity after you're done with this quick bites to maybe pop on in, send someone a thank you text that you're thinking about them, a thank you letter or a thank you email.
0: Wow, I love a thank you email. I have gotten them before, but I don't know if I've ever actually sent one before.
1: Ooh, yeah, there's great e-cards you can put together. You can find just an image online that really resonates with you. Maybe it makes you think of that person and just send them a quick thank you. Don't make it where it's overly complicated for you. I mean, I personally do love sending snail mail. I am the worst at actually going to retrieve my snail
0: mail, but... I can attest to that. (laughs) I sent her something and it took her a freaking week and a half.
1: To I, actually go to her mailbox. And that may be actually kind of one of the shorter periods of me going to the mailbox, to be honest. So <laughs> um, I love the e-cards just because I think that they're, especially since we receive so many things via email, it's just gives you a little bit of extra smile on your face. And it's pretty quick and rather painless as you're sending out those little thank you gratitude. So I'm curious, coach, who have, like, if you're willing to share Who's somebody that you think you would want to express some thank yous to right now in your life?
0: So I'm going to roll it back to like complete strangers because I am one of those people. So, you know, when you are trying to cross like from the parking lot to a store or something and somebody stops and actually lets you cross like they should. I am that person. I put up my hand. I'm like, thank you, even though they can't hear me. And it's everybody in my life makes fun of me for it. Cause they're like, they can't hear you. And I'm like, but they know that I'm saying thank you. Like the action is showing thank you. I was at a public restroom the other day and there was a janitor, a janitor worker that was cleaning up. And I said, thank you to her. Cause it's those little things that you don't ever say thank you. But it's like, they're literally cleaning the bathroom. So you can go in. And again, we know my history with bathrooms, but it's like the the people that don't get thanked the barista who is making your coffee say thank you you don't know what people are doing in their day-to-day and everybody gets a lot of guff people that are working in retail especially coming off the holiday season just say thank you and like what you said coach christine about keeping it simple you don't have to gush but it's just like thank you for what you do And bringing it back to running, I know we did this when we ran Space Coast, thanking the police officers for keeping us safe, thanking the people at the the aid stations, both authorized and unauthorized in your case. But just, again, it takes no time and people don't do it. So be the person who does do it. I feel like I have to step off my soapbox right now. I feel like like it's something that hurts
1: me. It makes us feel better by doing it, by giving that external gratitude than maybe even the person on the receiving end express, like even feels. Because for them, it just may be like another phrase. They're, like you said, a barista, they're jamming out 20 drinks in less than a minute. They maybe don't even necessarily process it, or at least not process it in the moment. But. It could be something that at least like alleviates a little bit of their mood. Um, I love that you said that with retail workers. That was something that I tried to do whenever I, I don't very often go to the retail stores during the holiday season, but the couple of times that I did, I tried to make sure to express gratitude to them as well. So I think it is all about really taking those just, man, we just, we're going back to the same thing, those really small moments. It doesn't have to be large and grand and somebody doing some like heroic activity for you, for you to be able to express that gratitude. It's just taking the small moments in time that you can appreciate.
0: And we talk a lot about running, how it has a trickle effect, where you go for a run in the morning and it starts your day off and you have an extra pep in your step and you're calmer. You're a better uh, spouse, a better parent, a better worker, a better whatever you are in your day to day. The same can be said for expressing that small thank you is like you said, the barista might not register it at all, might not register it in that time. But also think about how many people are around you that hear that thank you. And it sends that subliminal pep in the step, that a subliminal espresso, if you will, to say, wow, that was kind. And you might influence them, the next person they encounter, to hold a door open. Say thank you, not yell at somebody. I mean, it all, it's, we talk about the manifestation. We're both a little crunchy and a little (laughs) into it, but it really, it has a lot of merit to that thought process of that small act is like lightning. It just kind of has little arms that go out and you never know what it's going to do. I get goosebumps because it really is just something near and dear to my heart. Those small acts oftentimes mean more than the big acts.
1: Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. I really, really do. Which right here and now I am going to say thank you right here as you're rocking and rolling right through here. We appreciate you so much for tuning on in. We know there's a thousand different places that you could potentially share your time with and it means so much that you're willing to share your time with us on this quick bite. And hopefully you feel the same way that we do as you wrap up your time. You feel a little lighter, a little readier to readier. Ooh, just messed it all up with that <laughs> non word word, but you yeah, hopefully that's, Hey, that that's definitely coach Christine for you. Um, uh, but hopefully it gives you again, that extra, like just joy, a little bit of lightness. I kind of think of meringue. Um, and that's kind of how I feel whenever we wrap up some of our quick bites. So thank you guys for being here. We so appreciate you and we appreciate the chance that you have Right here and now for another pace change, you can, again, pull it back. Maybe this is a great time to send a text to somebody that you're thinking of, or you can push on up and just be really grateful that your body has that ability and you've got what it takes to do it. Let's do it in three, two, and one. Two-minute pace change right here and now.
0: I have to unpack the meringue thing. What? Wait, explain the meringue analogy to me.
1: Have I told you that I consider myself meringue?
0: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I would have remembered that.
1: So I, I feel like one of the jobs that I had, I was like the lightest, fluffiest person there. Everybody else was very like academic and intellectual, and then I would walk in with sparkles and confetti, and quite literally, actually, my entire office, um, I please, I apologize to you, Ryan, after using my office once I moved offices, because I know you're still finding confetti in those different aspects and corners of that room. <laughs> so I would just consider myself a ring. Like, I feel like I do have substance. I don't think that I'm just all airy and fluff, but something about it just being able to be lighter and fluffier, I'm very grateful for it. I never, ever take that. I cannot begin to tell you how often I'm grateful for the fact that my predisposition, even though I have bad days, but for the most part, I am preset at being a little bit more on the happy, energetic, lighter kind of side.
0: Oh my god, I'm never gonna look meringue the same way again. It's such a beautiful thing. I mean, again,
1: it's something that necessarily isn't needed for like let's say key lime pie. You could have your key lime pie without the meringue, but it adds a little bit of a little bit of extra juzge. So Friends, we have 30 more seconds here as you have your little bit of extra juice, Maybe you're shaking out those hands again, or you are taking a photo or a selfie. Hopefully you have a big smile on your face. And then we have our final conversation or endurance block for eight minutes.
0: Oh, I'm going to have to share my uh, vegan meringue
1: recipe. I, I wouldn't even know how you would do that. I want it's egg- so easy. I want to at least hear like the main ingredient as we go into our next block in three, two, and one. So is it like a an egg substitute?
0: No, it's even easier than that. So talk about being thankful mm-hmm. and trying not to be wasteful in turn. So I love garbanzo beans or chickpeas, depending on what you call them. Yeah. You use the liquid, which uh, I hope I'm saying this right, aquafaba. Okay. And you literally use that with, I believe it's cream of tartar, mm-hmm. and you just whip it into a frenzy, and then you put it on a baking sheet with a, with a Sillipad liner, whatever it is, and you bake it, and it becomes like little, little meringue bites.
1: So you're going to have to share, not just with me, you know you're going to have to share it with our brunch crew. So friends... If you have not joined the community page, our Facebook group community page, definitely this is the time to do so because that's where we share some of the things that come up during the conversations of our Time for Brunch episodes. And that episode, I feel like folks need your meringue recipe. And I also wanna know what in the world is cream of tartare? I actually did Google it because it looks like it. Is it
0: tartare or tartar? I, I think always thought it was tartar.
1: Is it? I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's um, it's you get it like near the spices and everything. I am not sure what it is. It's, I am not a reader like you, so I'm sure by the time this quick bite is over, you're gonna have like its blood type, its firstborn child, its parents, its heritage, and know all about I mean, it. But I I don't know. You add it in, and it thickens.
1: It's quite the it's quite the scientific chemical makeup. It's um, of course it is potassium <laughs> hydrogen tartrate. And so neither here nor there, we're not going to get too far down that rabbit hole of all of those things. But yes, I've I've always seen it and I've always been super curious. And in my mind, I automatically associated with like a cream, but clearly it's not.
0: No, it's a powder. And you just add a little bit. I think you add, you might add sugar into it. I don't know. I haven't made it in a really long time, but I will say for anybody who immediately hears the word vegan and shies away, you don't know. And probably half of the things you already eat are quote unquote vegan. So try to take, like we say a lot of times the labels, like let go of the label and just experience it. But they're really, really good. And I mean, maybe put some chocolate on it because why not?
1: So what I think I like about this specifically as I'm reading more about um, this ingredient, this spice, whatever you want to call it, it's that it's a leavening agent. And when I think about gratitude, it is a way to like, like enlighten your mood and bring it upward. So I guess it, ma- it makes sense that you would use it as one of your ingredients for a meringue. So friends, we're rolling through here. We have about five more minutes. If you have not yet found a little extra joy in your heart, then this is a time for you to check in and decide, what can I change here? Maybe it's my posture. Maybe I need to check my head posture, bring my chin up. Maybe I need to bring those shoulders down. Maybe I'm clenching and you need to let something go. Just... I feel like I'm taking your your actual phrase here, Coach Shelby, but just let go any of those things that are kind of holding you back from finding that joy with the last few minutes of this workout.
0: Maybe you need some cream of tartar or tartar. I mean... Again, I love how our conversation like this was, I always feel like we say this, this is not planned and we just went like full left field. We took a course correction and I'm thankful for it. I'm turning it all back around. We
1: want to, and I I think we should explain that a little bit too. So what we want for you guys to know is that while we definitely outline it, we talk about what it's going to be, how it's going to be structured. We want this to feel very organic as you're rolling through here. We want it to feel just like it would if we were rolling side by side in a conversation, shoulder to shoulder we're going for a run and we're just ch- chatting about life. Because again, some of my favorite conversations have always been on the run. So we don't overthink exactly what we're gonna say. It's not heavily, well, it's not scripted in the slightest. Hence, if it was heavily scripted, I wouldn't come up with words like, what was the word that I just tried to create?
0: <laughs> I don't even remember. But <laughs> it's a funny thing is it wasn't even on my radar. I just let it roll. We both know that while English is my first and only language, I'm definitely not fluent in it even though I've been speaking it for decades upon decades, but it was even like when we were talking about our virtual workshops. And I find it interesting that our first few episodes of this year already mirror the workshops Mm -hmm. and rolling it back to the beginning of this, we were talking about the time management. Well, our time management workshop, we're employing a lot of those same teachings that we're gonna be going over into our daily lives. And I think that's why we say like, we test these theories, we test these strategies and bringing them to everybody else for a chance to sign up for those virtual workshops. It's our way of continuing to put the good out there and share what we've learned and what we've tested with others. So hopefully it just makes those, those struggles a little bit easier And being thankful that we have this platform to to do that. Again, thankfulness doesn't have to be this big grand thing. If that's one thing that I want to leave everybody with is just reel it back. The smallest thing can have such a big impact. If you had a pebble in your shoe, it's pretty darn annoying. But it's so small and yet so powerful.
1: Absolutely. such a great, great, every single runner has experienced having that little tiny, whatever it is in their shoe to where you can only at that point think about it. And you for sure, you'll like even pull over no matter how fast you're trying to go or whatever your workout is, you have to pull over because it will just drive you absolutely nuts. So you'll pull over on the side of the road or the walk, wherever you're at, and you'll get your shoe off and you'll go finding this thing. And then it's like the tiniest little nothing. Where if you were to have seen it in any other situation, you wouldn't even registered it. But yet there it was, annoying you for however long you were willing to withstand it. So it's such a beautiful uh, symbolism of what those little tiny gratitude and thankful moments can do for
0: you. There is actually an elite athlete. Um, You know I do love my elites. I love following them. Um, I believe it was Ryan Hall actually had said on some platform that when he was competitively running and he would start a run and have a little pebble in his shoe or some sand or something that bothered him he actually refused to take it out and he used it as mental training which again just saying i don't necessarily subscribe to that but i thought it was really interesting that he would not take the annoyance out and instead try to overcome the bothersomeness, that's a word, not really sure. Somebody Google that, um, that it caused to make him mentally focus on everything else other than that one little thing that was not happening.
1: I think that's such an incredible, incredible thing to do. I know that I've done that as well with mental training. I think I've talked to you a couple of things that I'm doing to mentally train in this particular um, training cycle that I'm in are things that I've never done in any other training cycle. So it has been interesting, and I'm a big believer of that. I also, though, want to caution, don't get a blister just because you want to mentally train. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, don't, don't actually do this. This is Ryan Hall we're talking about. If you're not familiar with him google
1: him well you have a chance to google if you'd like because we're going to take it into our final pace change in three two and one now you could do a little bit of a fast finish here because on the other side of this we will wrap this up or you're welcome to go ahead and pull it back into a cool down start to bring that heart rate down whatever it is that you need if you decide to pump it up a little bit with a pace push we're going to ask you to spend some extra time maybe even checking out that other episode that we looked with linked with britney for a a bit of a cool down so you have a chance to bring your heart rate down before you move on to the rest of your day
0: i'm really going to take this international thank you day to heart because again even though i do try to do it i'm also going to try to turn it inward on myself and thanking myself for getting out for the run thanking myself from the night before of wiping down the bathroom so I didn't have to do it today. Thanking myself for throwing in that load of laundry that I really probably still forgotten about. I'm pretty sure I have some in the dryer.
1: Oh, I love that, Shelby. I love how you're taking it beyond the run and how you're thinking both your past self and your future self and making yourself like really good with where you're at presently. So friends, if no other takeaway, definitely thank yourself for getting out here. Thank yourself for lacing up, for taking that time to make yourself a little healthier, happier, um, definitely stronger. And then we'd love to see you express some of that gratitude and tell us how you feel about it in the community page. Again, of course, it's linked in episode notes. So friends, we have about 30 more seconds here. It's perfect time for you to start doing that head to toe check-in and maybe going through and, and starting that gratitude of what you're going to throw into your own gratitude jar, which means I guess I have to go shopping for a really pretty gratitude jar.
0: <laughs> I'm just basically peer pressuring you. You have to go shop. You can't Instacart this. I know.
1: I feel uh, I feel like this would have to be an in-person shop for sure.
0: Friend, you have to feel the vibe. Yeah, we do.
1: I have to talk to it. And three two and one. Give yourself that big pat on the back. Say thank you to yourself for getting out there. And we want to thank you again so very much for being here. Coach Shelby, thank you for being here as well too. It's always, always a pleasure to get to share the mic with you. Friends, as you go through the rest of your day, don't forget to give yourself that high five, but make sure you rehydrate and refuel maybe with some meringue and or orange juice. And then join us again with time for brunch long run edition, which drops on Saturdays. And we have a really, special one coming up this saturday or come back for more of our midweek quick bites regardless of winter wear we're going to be serving up more miles with
0: a side of thankful smiles